Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to our final segment. Kent Hecken lively with us. Kent, I've got an email from one of our listeners who kind of scolded me saying, how dare you and shame on you for putting this man on who spreads these lies. <laughs> so what lies are you spreading, Kent? Well, you know what? Come clean, so come clean. <laughs> you know what was so funny is um, for my books, Plague and Inoculated, I got the exact same review today, somebody giving me one star, which said, Dangerous Medical Misinformation. Now, the two books are just a little under 900 pages, so I'm shocked that somebody was able to read both of them so quickly and put a review up the same day. This is really what's called controlled opposition, and, you know, there are paid trolls by pharma who do this on a regular basis, and we know it. We're under attack. That's why they're coming after us on Facebook. That's why uh-huh. they're platforming book uh, documentaries like Vax on Amazon. And I think that there's also a part of the population that when they get this message, they just take it up on their own. So, you know, I think that there's this dedicated pharma troll operation Good against point. us. Um, but I also think that there's, there's another number of people who are otherwise well-intentioned, who just hear this message and go kind of crazy. So, Well, that's well, that point I was saying earlier, where dialogue is out the window nowadays. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not calling for pharma to be deplatformed from Facebook, but they're certainly calling for that. For me, I mean, when you have Adam Schiff sending a letter to Facebook saying to get rid of our groups, I mean, that's terrifying, but... You know, on the other standpoint, these people are playing with fire because, you know, my uh, editor, Tim Boland, put it out, out an article which said, hey, anti-vaxxers, should we let Facebook live? And, you know, I tend to think that there are so many of us out there um, who have probably been quiet up until now. But, you know, with this attack, I think that people are going to be changed you know, choosing sides. And I just think that the American people will not tolerate the shutting down of dissent of people like me. And that's why I say to all of your listeners, you know, the most patriotic thing you can do to support free speech is to go and order my book on Amazon before Amazon gets rid of it and and read it. And I encourage you to read the books of other people Come to your own conclusion. So if the terrible thing I'm doing is asking people to read books and think for themselves, well, I'm happy to put that on my tombstone. So where does Bill Gates stand on this? Oh, he hates us. He has actively called us dangerous. Why is he so pro-vaccine? And that's his opinion, and he's entitled to that. (laughs) That's his opinion. And when you got billions of dollars, your opinion can mean a lot more. But, but why is he so pro-vaccine? You know, I, I, I wish I knew. I, you know, I've heard people who say that, you know, his parents were heavily involved with Planned Parenthood. Um, you hear all these stories that, you know, he believes that the earth is better off with about 800 million people, which begs the question, what do you do with the other, you know, 6.2 million pe- billion, billion people? Billion, billion, yeah. Um, and, and I don't know. I, I just uh, I think that there is a blindness um, to these people who, 
you know, I, I think the recent scandal that they've had, you know, with this college cheating thing is is an example of people just thinking that they're entitled to these things. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always a questioner. So, like I always say, you know, if you want to prove to me that vaccines are safe, you know, show me the studies. I'll, I'll well, let me tell you, you. If, my, if my kid can't get into a college based on their own merit, I don't want them to go to school. Yeah, yeah. So My gosh, they're not going to buy their way in. And, and I think it's, it's terrible. Like, when Joe Rogan was on... Uh, when Joe Rogan had Dr. Peter Hitz on, and Joe asked him if he would consent to to a debate with Robert Kennedy Jr., and Peter Hitz said no, I thought that was one of the mo- most terrible things I'd ever heard in American discourse. Because, you know, in our DNA, we should be able to have discussions. I mean, I, I'm happy to sit down with Paul Offit and debate him. I'm happy to sit down and debate with anybody. And afterwards, we'll shake hands. I'd be happy to go with dinner and not talk about vaccines, talk about their children or anything like that. Um, I just think that this is such an important conversation because if I'm right, we're doing ab- something absolutely terrible to a generation of Americans. I had uh, RFK Jr. on the show a couple of years ago, and we talked about a lot of these subjects. Uh, now he's he's got this vocal affliction now, which might even prohibit him from debating. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it's he seems to be able to have conversations, but, you know, Del Bigtree is also really good. He's been helping uh, Robert Kennedy out. Uh, Brian Hooker, uh, Andy Wakefield, me, J.B. Handley is also really good. I know you had him on yep. the show recently. He's yep. a good friend of mine. Um, we'd be happy to debate any of these people, and you know, but the vilification of people like me is just is terrifying because you know I'm just a dad. I'm a teacher. I you know I have friends, and and you know the fact that. You know, I'm vilified around the world. They don't even call me for a comment or anything. Um, and they don't even mention that I've written these books. This is, you know, something really terrible is going on. How many parents, Kent, and we'll take the rest of the calls in a second here, how many parents whose children have autism would say that they believe it came from the vaccine? What, per, what percent do you think? I've heard as high as 70 to 80 percent. Would, bl- would blame the vaccine. Yeah, and, and you know, I was recently talking to uh, a high-level source um, who's connected to the White House, and what she had said to me is she said, you know, everybody knows this. You know, the Hollywood elite know it. The Washington elite know it. The rich people know it. Everybody out there knows somebody with this same story. And that's why I keep talking about the conspiracy of silence. I am so frustrated by people who, you know, even in the news media, we hear stories of people who have afflicted children who don't, you know, reveal that. And they say, oh, well, you know, we want to protect the privacy of the child. And, you know, I'm sympathetic to that argument. But my God, you know, every night you're seen by millions of people and you're concealing this secret. So 
I really ask anybody out there of any note who has a child who's afflicted or who has a family member, break the conspiracy of silence. You know, it's lonely out here being the world's number one anti-vaxxer. Well, you know, the interesting is uh, not every child who has been vaccinated gets autism, but I would guess every child who has autism has been vaccinated. Yeah, I, I mean, the numbers on that are, are pretty remarkable. I mean, I have heard of some cases of kids who have autism um, who were not vaccinated, and it seems relatively rare um, although we often hear that the mothers were vaccinated while they were um, pregnant, and you know we have right, that's that really what autism is the result of immune activation. So that doesn't necessarily have to be a vaccine, but you know in most cases it's likely to. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.